AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel Hello and welcome to episode 47, season 13 of the Fight Club Podcast, joined by David Alfie Ward and Ricky. How you doing, boys? Yay. Yay. Good. Yay. All good, baby. You alright, Dave? Yeah, good, yeah. It's been good. a while. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. Yeah. How are you boys? I needed, All good? I needed, excited? A, I needed a break. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Who, who doesn't need a break from me every now and then? I'm only joking. Only joking. Uh, do you know what? I've got some great news, boys. I'm really excited to share this. Um absolutely delighted to announce that the very first the Fighting Cock Legends Night is taking place on the evening of the 5th of February with everyone's favourite Brazilian midfielder, Sandro. Big news. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Uh, it's Great. at the Bellevue Club in Clapham. The show starts at 7pm uh, with a warm-up gig from our very own David Alfie Ward. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Uh, Flav called me this morning. He texted me this, this morning. morning like, this morning. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> this morning, it was like... Uh, uh, are you free for a chat? I think I've got something for you. And then it was like, I didn't hear from him for another two hours. And all these things are going through my head. Like, oh, like, what's he got for me? It's going to be really exciting. I can't wait. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was really exciting. Exciting, good, it was good. Really exciting. 
I get to hang out with Sandro, who who was in the Bell and Hair like two weeks ago when I was at a game. I went into the Bell and Hair because it was pissing down, but, and Sandro was just standing there well, don't getting photos with all these. Don't say that. I don't say he's always down the pub and anyone can bump into him. We got, got to come to this. Got to come to this properly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, definitely don't go to the Bell and Hair because he's not. He was just there. I said. I said are you here often, Sandro? And he went, no, no, this is first time. Uh, and if you want to see the future, it's the Bellevue pub. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what he said. No, of... I didn't know what he meant. Yeah, it was confusing. Fifth of Feb. Tickets are £15. Do you know what? He's such a legend, Sandro, that he's donating his fee. Because obviously you've got to pay someone for coming out of their way and talking to us. Um, he's donating his fee to charity. I'm just waiting to oh. hear from him what charity he wants it to go to. Um, lovely man yeah I mean he doesn't have to do that at all but he is doing that so um, yeah check our Twitter feed and there's going to be a link on our website which is thefightingcock.co.uk as well if you're listening to this on Monday it might not be on our website but it'll definitely be on Twitter Uh, so follow us at at love the shirt yeah get in early the capacity is limited to 170 Uh, we'll be doing it now with Sandro Dave will be doing his warm up and there's also opportunity for photos and conversations after and if you want to stick around, I think Villa and Watford are playing. Or the Villa and Wolves are playing. Something like that. Uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Anyway, um, Timo Werner's coming to Tottenham. Oh, actually, before that, um, Dave, you do, you've do you got a very successful football comedy project going, haven't you? Under the lights? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kicked off. Uh, so, obviously, fans will probably remember and a few fans uh, and listeners of the Fighting Cock have come to the previous shows. Uh, there was one in Milan back when we were in Europe. Um, and yeah, so we I started doing it with uh, old Jimmy Fingers and um, he's my business partner in a couple of years. Oh, do you remember the, the, the Champions League semi-final, obviously, against um, Ajax when no, we were all out there? Weirdly, I don't remember it. And, I mean, I did think you were dead. <laughs> um, I was, for about five honestly, minutes, I think I was dead. Um, and yeah, we start, well, me and Carl Donnelly did a show that, that night for Spurs, well, that day for Spurs fans. And uh, and then since like that, I was like, yeah, fuck it, this is a business. And now it's really taking off. Um, you know, we're talking to some huge brands about kind of partnerships and what we can do with them. And, you know, big five-a-side football company um, want to get involved. So it's, it's going really well. So yeah, uh, give it a follow at UTL Comedy or Under the Lights Comedy on Instagram. What's the premise um, though? You UTL find big nights, you go and do big a comedy show surrounding that team. Like So Spurs get to the Champions League next year. Yeah. You're going to be doing like a show around yeah. one of our big away days. Well, yeah, what we do is we take, obviously, obviously I, I being a football fan that travels to watch my team in Europe, I know that sometimes it's all day, you're just like, there's nothing to do. It, it might be pissing down, mm. you're getting ripped off in some Irish bar, you know, you might not want to stand in a square all day. Up and to your teeth in brasses. Yeah, well, yeah. Done all them, needed some comedy now. Exactly. That's it. And then I was like, there's a there's a market here for that for that. I've just I've just bust a nut in a brass and uh and I've still got six hours before um the football starts. What am I gonna do? It's niche, but I like it. Let's go see some comedy. It's niche, isn't it? Yeah. Don't don't bring brasses though. You have to pay extra if you want to bring them along. They're not there's no plus one. (laughs) One one person per ticket. Uh mate, that's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, what what was the Twitter? Uh, UTL comedy UTL. and then the, uh, the Instagram is uh, under the lights comedy cool um, before we go into um, the fact that uh, Tottenham are a massive club and have signed Timo Werner although it's not official yet but uh, 
just quickly, Ashley Phillips has joined championship side Plymouth Argyle on loan for the remainder of the season. What do you think of that, Rick? Uh, it's Plymouth Championship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a good move. It is, it is a good move for him. I mean, he's he's not playing at Tottenham. Um, he's has he even made an appearance for us yet in the first team? No. It doesn't look like he's going to get game time, or he's not ready yet. I think yeah, it's a, it's a decent move, man. Going back to the championship, so he know he knows the league well. Um, get get some game time under his belt. So decent. Yeah, I think it was. Um... There, there were some sort of calls for him to perhaps get minutes in the in the Premier League for Spurs, and a lot of it was down to you know the fact that we hadn't seen him, and there was this kind of constant. I mean, all fans are guilty of it, where they they haven't seen the sign in, and so they want to see him, so they want to see him play in the first team. But it, by loaning him out to the Championship, perhaps he's like as we, some of us suspected that he's perhaps not quite at the level where he's able to play Premier League football. Do you think, he, Dave? Do you think it's a kind of another nod? To, to 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 the fact that we are going to be bringing in Dragonson, Dragusen, hopefully. Uh, well, there's rumours today about like, other clubs being in for him, By so minute, let's yeah. not count it. Yeah, but um, I think it is a nod. I, 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 you know, if he wasn't, you thought at some point maybe in the cup game that obviously we're going to get onto, he may have got some minutes. Maybe the way the game panned out, he didn't get minutes because it was t- maybe tighter than we'd hoped going into the last twenty. And it, but. But yeah, he's 18. He's 18 with obviously potential, uh, but we've seen it before of, of our fans, and I suppose any football fans guilty of it. You see, a, you see a player that you think, oh, they're ex- they're going to be exciting, they're going to be good. And you just want to throw him. And we was guilty of it with Jed Spence. Do you know what I mean? And now mm. I just it doesn't seem to have worked for him at, at Leeds. And it's it's just give these players time, and maybe we put too much pressure on him by like going, chuck him on. Remember when Jed Spence came on and like the whole? I mean, we had nothing to cheer really back in the those days. Mm. Um, but Jed, I remember being at the stadium and Jed Spence came on for like ten minutes, and there was a huge cheer and a like a round of applause. You know, like and yeah. and. And he never really, you know, maybe, maybe that was me. If I if I'm getting called on to like Lively Apollo last ten minutes, and you just go, yeah, we've been looking for David Alvey Ward. I'm probably going to shit myself and tell jokes, you know, that you know, yeah. shit jokes. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? So that <laughs> the I think um, it was interesting actually because Jed Spence and Reguilon apparently been put up for sale. I know. Um, it was Dane Scarlett that can't get another club right now. But the, uh, yeah, I think that it was mooted. I don't know if it's true. These are rumours on Twitter. But that the attitude wasn't correct for both of them. And that's why they don't, uh, it doesn't look like they're going to get an opportunity at Tottenham. Um, How far is Plymouth, by the way? It's fucking miles away, isn't it? Yeah, it's about, it's about I'd say it's about an hour and a half past where I live. Yes. I live, I live in far. Devon. It's Devon. I don't think that's a good move for just location because it is the arse end of nowhere. Like it's a it's, it's right. a naval base. It is. It's alright. Yeah, wow. I, I the last time I was in Plymouth, I, I went to a pop world there, and it's got a revolving dance floor, and there was a. <laughs> yeah, it's like that sounds good, isn't it? It sounds like oh, that sounds sick, and then you get there, and it's about the size of a fucking a, a round dinner table, and just everyone squats onto <laughs> it as it moves around, um. <laughs> and there was. 
a woman probably in her 60s, late 60s, early 70s, with a broken arm doing slut drops in the corner. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Plymouth are not in a good spot, actually, because they, they've lost their their best two players that they had on loan. Um, they've gone back to their respective football clubs. So he's going into a situation that's not easy at Plymouth. It's um, they, they're, they're, Their fans, the ones that I've seen through social media, um, are, are talking about whether or not they can actually stay in the championship. That's how worried they are. So uh, he'll have his work cut out for him, young Phillips. Um, we've got a question here from Jacko. And uh, he obviously, we asked for questions, obviously, because the podcast, and he, he'd run out of things to ask. He's, had, he's, he's asked a few through, 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 the, through the years. So he went on to ChatGPT. And this is what ChatGPT came up with as a question for the podcast. So, so has Tottenham considered changing their team slogan to we don't just play soccer, we're crafting suspenseful cinematic masterpieces, one gut-wrenching finale at a time, asking for my therapist. That was a chat GPT question. We don't just play football, we're crafting suspenseful cinematic masterpieces, one gut-wrenching finale at a time, asking for my therapist. What a question from chat GPT. Because that's what it feels like this season under Pastor Cogliati, uh, Rick. It's one what gut- was that? What's that? What- What's the last bit? Asking for my therapist. He's it's structuring it in a, in a way that a human being would ask a question. He said, "I'm just asking for my therapist." But ignore right, that. Right, right, okay, okay. So, so that but to describe Ange Postecoglou's footballers are suspenseful cinematic masterpieces, one gut wrenching finale at a time is is exactly what Tottenham Hotspur have been this season. But even yeah, the, it's quite spot on, really. Actually, <laughs> unreal. Um, yeah, that is Tottenham Hotspur. Um, it is. I mean, especially like the the, the masterpiece. It's, it's, and then the gut wrenching finale is probably Richarlison's finishing right yeah. at the end. It's like <laughs> it's like this beautiful piece, and then just a bit of bit of shit at the time. Now I'm not I'm not a massive hater of the man, but so many times on on Friday there was like beautiful intricate bits of football, and then he just like scuffed a, a finish, and it was like that. So it, it sums it up pretty well, actually. <clears throat> We're gonna come on to the Burnley game, but it's an interesting segue because. There were opportunities that Richarlison had where he should have been through on goal, but he obviously his pace just didn't allow him. That's not on him. Like his, his attributes are what they are, but his pace just didn't allow but him. Be to faster. Get, but be faster, yeah. But it, the attributes I, just I, didn't. I think his pace. His, I think sorry. I think his pace was all right, but it was just a, like a left. I think twice it was a, like a left-footed shot, but it was dragged just it. dragged. It was horrible. Drag man. dogs. Yeah, pure <laughs> drag dogs. Um, but I was thinking. Timo Werner, like, it was weirdly because I wasn't even, didn't even, we hadn't been linked to that point, and I and I thought as he went through, Timo Werner would have scored that, and then and then <laughs> a couple of hours later, he's coming Spurs. It was weird, mate. I was watching Burnley, and I was like, I wonder what Timo Werner would have done in that situation. And um, lo and behold, woke up next morning, he's signing for Spurs. Um, what do you make of that transfer, Dave? Like, what it's, it's it hasn't at the time of recording actually been signed yet, but what what do you, What's your what was your initial reaction to the fact that Timo Werner was coming to Spurs? My initial reaction, I remember waking up and like just scrolling Twitter as as you do, and I was like, it seemed like it was just a few people reporting it, and I was like, bollock, surely bollock, sure. Oh no, this is fuck, this is happening. Mm. And then my first reaction was, oh, boll- that's got to be bollocks. Like I just, I wasn't, and I think it's just it was solely because it's. <laughs> Ex Chelsea. So your first reaction when you see an ex Chelsea player is like, oh, you know. Mm. The more I think about it, and I, you know, try and rationalise it with, it with myself, I think it could be a shrewd move actually. 
I mean, what, what, where's, tell me where the downside is, Rick. Right, he's, he's it's free, effectively. So it's a loan deal, maybe like a million pounds yeah. to RB Leipzig. And if it goes well, we'll pay 12 million for him. And bearing in mind, this is a man who's won a Champions League for, for, for Chelsea. Started in a Champions League final, won it. Has a, has a goal contribution ratio of a goal every other game. So in terms of assists and goals for Chelsea, either assisted or scored in practically in one and two. I don't see there was some there is there is some there was some negative reaction on Twitter and I get I understand it hundred percent if it's Chelsea related like if they go we don't want a Chelsea player I get it completely but surely in footballing terms this is shrewd business from Spurs but what do you make of it? Um, I think like like Dave was saying like the the rationale behind it um, he's a he's good at dribbling he's a direct player he's pacey. If it's someone that's gonna, um, what for me is get. I need to get it out of my head or understand that we're not buying him as a centre forward to score goals. No, that's. I, I don't think that's that's why we're buying him. We're we're buying him because Son's gone for a month minimum, um, and we need cover for that uh, left hand forward side, and he's the type of player the way he plays uh, like the attributes I've just mentioned that he would be perfect for that role and if he chips in with goals and assists as well that's great and like you're saying there, there is a, a huge uh, positives to, to him signing and again on a loan and the, the the thing that's kind of in my mind of maybe not the downside but that is worrying is that he's like 27 he's coming into like the peak of his career um, he's not starting at Leipzig. They, they, why they, is they that? Spent, and I, I, and I, I know they've that it could be down to um, you know he's competing with other players that are just playing better that are in form, so he can't just drop them just because of his name. It could be the way that uh, Leipzig is set up that it it just doesn't suit the way that he plays. Could be a number of things, but that is the one sticking point for me. That why at um, such a promising player. At the age of twenty-seven, that he's able to go out on loan because he surplussed the requirements at Leipzig. Yeah, they they spent one hundred and thirty million pounds on their front line in the summer. So it, fuck, they, it could be that they have a plan based on those transfers, and he didn't fit on it, or they might not have fancied him, or he wasn't good enough. Maybe he just wasn't good enough to fit into their team, whatever it might be. And I could understand the reservation in that instance because, um, sorry, my bad. It was a loan transfer. Zavi, Zavi Simmons, who's considered one of the best prospects in the world of football, uh, came from PSG. Then they bought Openda for 40 million. Uh, and they bought this other geezer called Sesco. Anyway, look, they, they, they bought players. But I can understand the risk. If we're spending 40 million pounds on him, you go, all right. But what we're at the very worst, this transfer works out that we've got cover for Sun for the next six weeks. At mm. the very worst, if the option is Werner or the option is Brian Hill, you probably pick Champions League winner Werner, right? Everyone has reservations about Brian Hill. Yeah, yeah. Go on, David. Even you could go as far as like Solomon's going to be coming back in the picture now. Apparently, he's you know training, and for me. There's nothing I've seen from from Solomon, you know, he was at Fulham last year that, that that has set the world alight. So I would even put Werner coming off the bench in front of Hill or or Solomon over that. 
or starting. He, you know, he's he's quick. He works hard. He he's a, he's an Ange type player. Yeah, like Ricky said, you got you got to take it away that okay, he's not there to score goals, but he's there. I mean, even you know, I think I, I think Johnson's got a lot of lot of um, potential. But I, for me, I can only speak personally that he's not really lit me up. You know, he's not really excited me. I've seen, I can see potential there, but I, and so I don't see what 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 people are like worried about. You're you're right. If it was thirty forty million, you think bloody hell. But a loan deal with a potential twelve million buyer. I don't know how many times have we been stung. You know, loan loans come in and they try and prove their worth. We've had it with Adebayor, Mido back in the day. Remember we, remember we signed Mido from Roma on loan and we yeah. like, this guy's the best centre forward. And we, we signed him permanently and he was just, it was a fat mess. But, you know. It was harsh, he, harsh. Maybe if he, <laughs> I always rated Mido. I always no, I, listen, I love Mido, but when he was on loan, it was like, and then we signed him permanently. And same with Adebayor. It's like, they, some players sometimes, they've got a bit of fire in their belly because they're like, They've got something to prove. Maybe he's got something to prove to show that at Chelsea it didn't quite work out. He got a bit of stick from like English football fans that he wasn't good enough. Blah blah blah. You know, and he's now he's given six months. Come and prove yourself that you can do it in the Premier League. You know, and when Sun does come back, you know, bombing on Sun getting in. You know, in and around the six-yard boxes as we've seen him do this season. I, I you know, I, for for alone, I don't know. I don't see why. I think people are just mad because. He missed some sitters at Chelsea and he played for Chelsea. I, I can't see why it's, people are hating them. It's such a reductive way to look at a player, to, to just choose one single thing that he's poor at and ignore everything else that he's good at. And in a system system such as Poster Coglu's, he, he fits perfectly. Like what what is he, This is a player that doesn't stop running, presses to the end of the earth, um, has a diff, decent goal return. If he's playing off the left, that won't be his key attribute anyway it would mean that we won't have to see Brennan Johnson on the left because I think we can all agree that while uh, Brennan Johnson definitely has a lot to learn there's something there but there's definitely something there when we play on the right we won't have yep. to see we have no options on the left Solomon is coming back from a long injury and a surgery it just makes complete sense I don't understand the hesitation or and that, in, in actual fact I'm actually quite excited by the transfer I think it's going to be one that we um, that we benefit from greatly and I, I'm I'm certain that we'll exercise the uh, the clause which means we can sign him at the end of the summer I just feel like he's going to have on, a, a, a on a scale of um, 1 to 10 how excited are you Flav I'm, I'm genuine I, I would say in given all the parameters around the deal I'd say an yeah. 8 out of 10 no that's good that's good I like to see you excited that's it I like to see you happy I, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I thought, who, what Spurs fan can't be happy right now I don't understand what's there not to be happy about this is the happiest I've felt swallowing Spurs for four years it's great um, are you happy Dave I, well with the move or just in general just in general with Spurs uh, yeah no of course I mean it's hard not to be happy like I was last time I was at the game I was talking to Spooky I was like it must be so easy to blog now under this new and it's a lot easier if, to if podcast I'll tell you that and it, you know why can't you be happy you know we've got a fantastic goalkeeper we've made some amazing signings you know some of the signings we've made in the last two three years I mean not all of them will work but you look look and you think yeah bloody hell that, you know it's just, I mean, the, the, the Vicario for me is just, 
I don't know. Like I was always worried about Loris, like moving on, but he's he's the one putting a smile on my face. And yeah, maybe because we're best goalkeeper in Europe, best goalkeeper in Europe right now. A bit mixed match at the back at the moment. We can't seem to get a, a steady back four fit and or available. And so he's maybe making more saves than he should, but he's making the saves, and you know, and it makes me hard. Yeah, uh, Ricky, you happy? Yeah, why not? Why not? Exactly, why not? I, I, there, is, there is. I don't think there's anything to lose. Really, it's it's a loan signing as well. It's like, you know, if imagine we kept, we he uh, recaptures some some of the formula under uh, Chelsea Leipzig. and the first spell at Leipzig as well. Um, it could be you know, a game changer for us. But um, I'd also think because uh, Richarlison is, is he our only senior recognised striker yeah. at the moment? Yeah. So so if what happens to him if he gets injured? We, like Son can't go up there. He's, he's gone. So like if, if Werner has to go in there, like he can, he can do a job for a few games. I think it's just, I think it's decent. I think it's a decent sign. But um We'll see. We'll see, innit? Sensible pragmatism. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. I don't know. You scored 24 in 57 for Germany. Is that good? Sounds all right to me. Sounds all right. Yeah. Yeah, is that good? Is that what I got two in three for Leipzig first first, first, first time round? Is that good, Rick? Yeah. Is that good? He's winning, yeah. champ he's winning the Champions League with yeah. Chelsea good for them and him. Based yeah. on the, I mean, unfortunately, yes, but also it's all also a, a, a demonstration of his quality. Mate, just sit back and enjoy it. And if you look, if you don't like it, if you think it's it, there's no there's no downside, the only downside actually no, there is no. Tell me one downside to this, other than the fact that he he come from Chelsea, he played for Chelsea once, right? Which is is is, is leaves us a taste, right? But in terms of if he if he's shit, so what? All right, we send him back. Doesn't cost us anything. If he's amazing, if he's amazing. If he's just a seven out of ten, you sign him for twelve million pound. You've got a potentially mm. an excellent forward there. I think it's brilliant business. Brilliant, brilliant business. I'm not sure on his first name. Timo. I've not. Uh, yeah, I've not not heard of many Timos. Tim. Just the one. It's little Tim, isn't it? With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, he's trying to go for Timothy, but his parents just got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, the it's been an interesting reaction from Chelsea fans. I don't know. I've been I've been sort of having a little look on TikTok and whatnot. Do you, you know when they say, "Yeah, don't bother me. Doesn't bother me. He's a fucking prick. Don't doesn't bother me. Why is he going there for? Doesn't bother me. They deserve each other. Doesn't bother me. Clearly, does bother you though, doesn't it? Because you, you're you're still going. 
You're still going. They deserve each other. Yeah, fuck him. And then uh, there's someone calling him Judas. If he wasn't good, if he wasn't rated, there would be no reaction. Yeah. Like, what's the reaction to Eric Dyer joining Bayern Munich? It's just like, well, I hope that happens. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but Bayern Munich are one of our biggest rivals, though, I suppose. Fair, it's like, fair. But, but if he was good, there'd be a different reaction. Of course, they, they probably know that there's a decent little player in there and they just think they just... They're little, they're just slugs, aren't they? They're just little nuts. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, they're slugs. Can I um give I you? Let them... Yeah. Go on. Little slags. Um, can I give you some information here, Ricky? You like this? Yeah. Oh, I love information. Go on then. <laughs> How many minutes did it take Ange Postecoglou to convince Timo Werner to join Tottenham? Fucking hell. Um... I'm going to go for something ridiculous. Three minutes. It took two minutes. It was a two-minute conversation. He said, all right, I'm coming. What do you think he said in those two minutes? Mate. From the start, from the start of, hi, is this is this Timo? Yeah, yeah, it's Timo. Oh, hi, it's Angie. I mean, that's 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 10 seconds gone. Go on, Dave. <laughs> mate. That's it, isn't it? It's just mate, isn't mate. it? It's just... As soon as the first mate came out and Timo was like, "Yeah, yeah, for, I'm, I'm, I'm all in," and he was like, uh, "You know, I've just said hello, mate. That's all I've said." You got to take I mean? ten seconds. You t- take ten seconds away for uh, Angie's coffin as well. Yeah. Does so, that... all right. I reckon it was mate on loop for like and the mates. Yeah. He said. He has yeah. said, he said, Timo, listen to me. I know you've talked to that fucking dickhead, Ten Hag. I've known you've heard that. I mean, I've heard that you spoke to him. Don't go there. Geezer's a freak. Club's in, in, in a mess. Do you want to play for the most attacking football inside that there has ever existed in the Premier League? Do you want to play football inside that's completely built around your game? Do you, want, do you want freedom just to attack? Do you want 50 chances a game on the plate? Come Spurs then, mate. That's it. Mate. It's it's the easiest for an attacking player. It's the easiest sell. It's the easiest sell. Anyone who, who wants, who, 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 who an attacking players naturally want to play in front foot football. All of them are looking at Spurs and going, "Fuck, I'd love to play for that team," because it gives them the freedom to do what you want. The sound bites coming out from our uh, attacking players as well, like Kulusevski saying, "This is exactly how you want to play football. It's a dream to play football in a team like this, and all about attacking, moving the ball forward, and stuff like that." Then you would be like, "Yeah, I want to. I want to do that. Let me do that." Yeah. Like, do, do you think Timo Timo Werner? Uh, the irony here, actually, that he would have suited Conte's football. But do you think do you think Timo Werner would have been going? Yeah, I'd love to go and play for Conte's football. Where everyone fucking hates each other and geezers screaming at us all the time. Or do you want to go to, into the warm bosom of Ange Postecoglou and his attacking football? Just, just all, all, all he just from his breast just ekes out attacking football from his teeth. Yeah, go on. Have a go on that, Werner. Have a suck on that. Attacking football right into your gob. Can I give you another bit of information? Yes. This go is according to Axel THFC. Chelsea haven't finished in the top four since Timo Werner left. Now it's all down to him. All of it. Nothing else matters. Wow. <laughs> Not, nothing to do with Lampard being their manager yeah, or anything nah. like that. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> By the billion pound of dross. No, 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 nothing to do with that. All down to Timo Werner. Um, here's a question. 
Dave, you, you can go first. Michael Kenyon Water, and he says, is it purely down to the amount of goals or assists Werner gets until the end of the season in relation to whether we sign him permanently? What would you say the bare minimum should be? He, and to follow this, he says, I'm super excited by what Ange can do with him. What are your thoughts? What, what, do you, what, would, what would you expect the return would be in order for him to sign permanently? I would say anywhere between like six and eight, I would take. I mean, if you look at it now, I think Kulu's on about eight. Yeah. And he's halfway through the season. Um, so um, maybe Kulu might be on more than that. I think Madison's on eight. Um, I did I did try and look it up earlier. It's around um, that, I, between uh, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. It's around that, right? So Madison's on eight. Uh, Kulusevsky's on seven goals and assists. So yeah, you think anywhere between six and eight, with half a season to go, and of course, hopefully with a you know a team that stays quite fit and comes back from the African Cup of Nations and the Asia Cup, I can't see why he couldn't be you know putting them on a plate for some of those attacking players. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take six to eight. And um, is that goals and assists? Anything, that's goals and assists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I that's yeah. I mean, I, in my head, I had ten. Which is probably that's quite... reasonable though. I had ten straight away when I saw the question, and then I looked it up, and I thought, Bent I mean, Kulu's been great this season. He's he's got seven already. You know, yeah, yeah, maybe. Halfway through this yeah, true, true. All right, so, so, six, all right, I'm with you then, Dave. What, what are you, Rick? Yeah, exactly the same. I'd say six or seven, uh, but I'd I want to see some uh, assists in there. I want to see two or three assists in there. What? So you want but you I'll want say... seven goals plus two assists? Yeah. Yes, please. What? Well, that's close to what yeah. I said. Ten. That's a lot. Yeah, what, what, yeah it's us? a lot. What, mate? We need to fucking be aiming high. Why not? Like, you want to play for us? But, but I, I get it. it. But I reckon it's more likely six, six or seven assists, two or three goals. If you want to go, if if you're going to go for the ratio of assists and goals, he's going to get more assists than goals. Wait, what do you uh, want? Goals? Or, what, what do you want? Goals or assists? Right now, Dave said that I want fifteen goals, no assist. <laughs> Go on, you want to? You're going to stop now, Dave. You're going to carry on. <laughs> I reckon he's going to he's going to download this for his Ryanair flight over to London tonight, and uh, Ricky just put pressure on as well. He's like, "What? Oh uh, yes, yeah, so I didn't mean that, Timo. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. This is stress well, free zone." Did you mean that? You are. When you slagged off his name, did you mean that? Yeah, I did mean that actually. If he scores 15 <laughs> goals for Tottenham this season, the second half of the season, I think there'll be some sort of hiccup with that 12 million pound fee. Can you imagine we got 12 yeah. million? He, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, but that, that truly for, for Leipzig, you go, well, if he scores 15, then we've got to re- renegotiate the uh price. The price of the brick has gone up. Um, yeah, all right. Also, like, even, not just to kind of weigh it down on his goals and assists, that would be nice. But um, where he is uh, known for driving at defences, where he's known for um, his pace, I'd like to kind of noticeably see that where teams, where he's playing against teams, that they're, the defence is fearful of him but- um, springing, springing the offside trap going forward and us having to push them back further and further... And then they're focusing on his side. Kulisevsky's free on that wing, you know. And they don't know where, what side we're going to be attacking. It's like an overall uh, sense to our... It's like an extra bow to our uh, attacking... Yeah, back in your three, box. Really. That's basically back in your box system, yeah. isn't it? It's like yeah, yeah, every yeah, time Werner's exactly. on the pitch, we, we deploy the back in your box system. Every time you get the ball, we're on you like a rash. 
Get back on your box. What are you going to do? You're going to try and play out? No chance. Timo Werner's there running around like a nutter. Um, I just love it. I just, I love it. I love it. I don't know why I'm so infused by this. I'm, I'm much more infused than most people. Certainly out of everyone on the fighting cock, I've had the most positive reaction to it. Um, although I did get accused of being a hypocrite and people did have a couple of receipts on where I have been critical of him before. But he was a Chelsea player then and that's my fucking job, yeah. right? So Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Um, can I just devote your attention to a podcast we're producing called The Lab? It's a football podcast um, that encourages in-depth discussion and conversation on a subject matter ranges from tactics to transfer deals, how injuries are treated, to agents' roles in football, to content creators, to coaches, and much, much more. Essentially, The Lab is a podcast that talks about everything around the pitch, not just ha- what happens on it. It's a series of interviews, typically. So if you enjoy The Fighting Cock and want to listen to more of this sort of stuff, but perhaps with a little bit more of sensibility to it, um, then go and look for The Lab wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe, uh, have a listen. And yeah, there's tons of um, episodes coming. So yeah, The Lab. Have a look, Sorry, look. The, the Lab, it, what is that by The Fighting Cock? Yeah, by The Fighting Cock, yeah. Another another pod- another yeah. fucking podcast. Another one. Shit, boy. <laughs> if you're a Shit. patron, you already know about this because you you would have um, you would have listened to the first four or five episodes already. But we've got a couple more coming out this week. There's one already about Postacoglu, how Tottenham transferred, how Postacoglu transformed Tottenham Hotspur and what what Spurs are as a footballing entity on the pitch at the moment. Uh, we're talk- looking at our front line tomorrow with Kish, uh, and we're doing another episode about our midfield shortly as well so it's exciting stuff um i i um i like you saying about the uh patrons um i did have a little uh listen to one with harry brooks the other day it was it was excellent that's the one that's the one you can listen to right now if you want to oh really yeah nice one rick uh, well really? remembered good work uh, well I, you didn't tell me but um i know yeah you're a pro <laughs> You're a pro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw the uh, there was an article in the evening standard that's the lab, by the way. Go and look for it. Um, the article by the, in the Evening Standard, I think Dan Kilpatrick wrote it. And essentially the headline was, how are Tottenham Hotspur able to spend or outspend their London rivals? Um, Arsenal are in a situation where they, uh, well, they've spent a lot of money on a lot of players and some 400 million in net spend in the last three windows. Or maybe it's three summers or three windows. Basically, means that they're not. They haven't. They're, while they have money in the bank, no doubt, on their backers, in order to stay compliant with financial fair play, which is part of the reason why David Raya was signed on a free with a view to buy or a loan with a view to buy rather, is because they couldn't spend more money while being compliant last summer. So they're in a situation where they can't spend because they speculated massively, and a lot of people, a lot of Spurs fans, and a lot of fans of other clubs have looked at them going, "They're doing really good business. They're being really speculative, and they've they've done a good job in building a squad for, to challenge for the title." And a lot of fans probably were going, well, why can't we do that? And I think perhaps we're entering an era where we may be able to. Um, but while still having a, a, a kind of a bit of um, a, a, a room to manoeuvre in, in, in Arsenal doesn't, do, Arsenal don't currently have. Um, it said in the in the Evening Standard, the Spurs uh, have always been a very well-run club financially and their cash reserves were boosted in the summer sale of Harry Kane for an initial £86 million. Tottenham are the most successful club in Premier League history from a financial viewpoint, says Maguire. I can't remember who Maguire was, but it's some sort of football expert, football um, money expert. They're the only club in the Premier League whose wages are less than half of their revenue coming in. 
that gives them greater flexibility in times of in terms of ability to spend so that's music to the years of uh well all of us it's just whether or not Daniel yeah. Levy's going to do it which is another thing but we are and we seem to be very active in this this window there's basically all of the stories around transfers coming in certainly in London but but in the league seem to be around Spurs like in terms of Dragosin I, I know he's been mooted to be looked at by by Munich but too fucking late mate too fucking late he signed the contract he spat on his hand shook shook on it he's coming Bayern, why don't you why don't you fucking took our player? Why don't you fuck off? Yeah, I'm agreed. Yeah? Agreed. You're 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 gonna take die. We've offered you up. What? Why are you fucking trying to steal off our plate? Look, get your eyes on your own dinner plate and eat what you've got in front of you before you start looking round, right? Yeah, they haven't even heard fuck of him before off. we started talking about him. I didn't even know yeah. he existed. Now our Spurs like him. We better go and see if see if he's any good. I do think we're in a good position, Dave, though, because we're going. Well, let's have Dragus in, right? You owe us money for Kane, okay? We'll give you Eric Dyer for free. You can have him. Don't have to pay you anything. Just leave Dragosin alone. I think we're in a good position in that respect. Maybe we've got a little bit of leverage there. And he's and he's agreed to come as well. I think a lot of it is, like, it's either his agent's been very busy in the last uh, 48 hours. Yeah, he needs to shut the fuck up as well. Yeah, I think his agent's trying to push, like, you know, because it's mooted that, you know, no one... 30 mil and Spurs offering 25 plus add-ons and it's always that kind of like that little gap of trying to meet in the middle when it comes to Spurs you know we, as much as I think our fan base want us to go oh 30 million bang it's that's not how we do it and it's not like you know it's not like going to the shop to buy whatever you want to buy oranges right it's like you have to you know you, a bit, bit of negotiation I don't know why oranges came up like, you could go you could go you could go into Boss Man and I go, mean, I'll give you 30p for these oranges. Yeah, well, that, yeah, well, you could. But, you know, the Tesco would tell you to fuck off. Tesco would, you know, Boss Man would. They say 39p. So they say 39p on it. Or if you've got a club card, you can get for 30p. So what we need is we need some kind of club card, you know, and then we'll get a discount. I don't... But we've, I think that the, the, the agent is just going around and going... You know they're interested. They're interested to try and speed up negotiations. But I, I think he'll be our player. You know, and um, yeah, I'm excited about that. We've got. We seem to have a little bit of money in the bank. We 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 know we have to spend now. And I think I think you know, you know, Levy has said in his own words that he realizes that you know they've tried to go away from doing you know doing things the, the traditional Spurs way and getting kind of Mourinho and then yeah, Conte yeah. and shit didn't work. No. And now they've got a man that's made the fans and the, the players fall back in love with each other. And it's simply, it sounds simple, but they, they have to back him. They have to, they have to put, they if, have to plug these gaps in the squad. If we continue to recruit in the way we have done in over the last three windows, I don't think we could do any better. I, I, I don't think there's been a more successful recruitment drive, certainly in the Premier League. Than Tottenham's over a lot since, since Paratici took over. Brighton's a good shout, actually. To be fair, Brighton's a good shout. But you look—it's it's been by and large like good deal after good deal after good deal. I think the only sort of maybe like even Emerson Rouse turned out to be a good signing. I don't know. Um, it, it was interesting. Uh, three hours ago, this was published in um, on Team Talk. Uh, they quoted Fabrizio Romano. So Tottenham are hurtling. 
towards the signing of Radu Dragonsin with the sort of fee Daniel Levy can expect to pay when Roma remaining defender will move to North London, revealed by transfer guru Fabrizio Romaro, Romano. Um, it's imminent. Good, imminent, hurtling. Hurtling. Good words. Yeah. yeah, good words. Exactly the words I want to hear when we're talking about transfers for us. Yeah, they reckon around 25 million euros. Lovely. There's another little slag we were trying to get as well. What's his name? Uh, Where's he from? Seville. Seville defender. French. Also has... Who? I can't remember what his name is now. It's a good podcast. Yeah, apparently he wasn't very good at Forest. Um, he was what? at Forest. Oh, 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 Ricky is already off. He's the, So this is... I know exactly how Ricky's brain works. The idea that he's already played for Forest, doesn't matter if he's played for Seville, Ricky yeah. hates him, hates his guts. Yeah. Did you know he played for yeah, Forest, Rick? I don't even know who you're talking about, mate. <laughs> Literally not one fucking eye are you talking about. The but, Who is but, it? Tell but, me. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. But, 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 but does, the, does the fact that he played for Forrest earlier in his career and that David said that the rumour is that he's not, he wasn't that great, does that... No, that, no, no. I, I want to see how he's doing at Seville at the moment. Bad day. Bad day. Bad day. Loic bad day. Is his name um, it's, it's, I pronounced it wrong, definitely, but Bard. It's B A D with E with a accent. Like Bade. Bade. Bade? My daughter speaks French. Yeah. Your girlfriend she, speaks French? How do you say this? Yeah, she's French, Spanish, whatever she wants to be, really. Right. Um, <laughs> she, I'll get her, how do you say this? Bade. But it's like bum gun. Yeah, it was on Nottingham Forest. Um, from Rennes uh, for a loan 2022 2023 didn't play a single game before right. us apparently it was dog shit didn't even get didn't uh, even get good. in there right well we were, we're going to buy we're uh, going to spend 35 million euros apparently Seville are in uh, financial pro this is great right you know I know it's not great really but it's really good when we can take advantage of clubs' financial mismanagement <laughs> look you guys are poor we're fucking rich just give us the player <laughs> <laughs> what position does he play? Centre back. Uh, okay. Mm. News on me. I, again, I think this is. I think this is. Uh, you know, we've got we've got uh, Dragonson's agent going. Oh look, all these clubs are in for him, and then Spurs are going. Well, fuck you. We're in for this uh, baddie guy. You know, we, we want the baddie. Yeah. And uh, and it's a bit of uh, smoke and mirrors. I think. I think yeah. we'll look. end this month with Dragonson and no one, no one else in that position. <laughs> um got a question here from Sam Cornish. It says, How many minutes into a phone call with Ange would you be convinced to support Australia in the ashes? Now, Rick, you don't care about cricket. You, do you nah. like cricket, Dave? Yeah, I do. I, I like, uh, I watch international cricket and yeah. um, I love like, the ashes. One day in the ashes. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So what Sam's asking, if you don't like cricket, is like saying, how long would it convince... This is a, The Ashes are between England and, and Australia, right? It's the, the fiercest rivalry yeah, in, in cricket. <laughs> it's like him saying, how long would it take Ange Postacoglu to convince you to support Arsenal? That's, that's, the same, that's like the same thing. Like, there was only one time I've looked yeah. at Ange Postacoglu and I thought, I ate your fucking guts. Is when he mentioned <laughs> he mentioned the ashes and the cricket with a wry smile on his face. I thought, "Fuck you, you prick! <laughs> Fuck you!" 
there, there is no amount of um, chatting that would convince me otherwise to support Arsenal. There, you go. there is no one or nothing on the planet that could. No, exactly. Exactly. It's a stupid question by fucking stupid idiot Sam Cornish. Um, <laughs> Alex Barlow says, that's, that's a joke, Sam. I love you. You are a stupid fucking idiot. Bro. Alex Barlow he says, uh, with, with Timo, good looking chap, Sam Cornish, by the way. Yeah, uh, he is, yeah. Alex Barlow says, uh, with Timo coming in, uh, if the Saudis gave us our money back for Richarlison, what's that, 55 million? But it had to be in January right now. Are you taking it? Even though he leaves us short up top with a big risk of uh, Werner leading the line. So we get offered by the Saudis 55 million, Dave. In January, do you take that money now and run? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, I like these questions. Like it's our money and going into our pocket as well. We've already seen this this season how short we are as a squad. You know, with in, injuries and international tournaments. You know, it. it We'd need to keep up. Just keep our players in Jan. Just push. The next half of the season has to be strong with players firing and fit and options. And then take 20 million. Send him to Forest for 20 million in the, in, in the summer. I don't give a shit because it's are, not my money. You are out of your mind, David Alfie Ward. You are out <laughs> of your fucking mind. If someone right now gets 55 million for Charleston, you wouldn't bite their hand off. How many times? Like we're just we're just fucking short. Our, our squad isn't big enough. I don't care. Is it? Is the fifty-five million going into my pocket? No. Yeah, no. He's, he's but probably good. He's, like, he's picked up a little bit of form. It's oh, like, listen. I'm not. I'm not sitting here and saying that he's he's a world beater because we know he ain't. But I'm just saying. Knowing Spurs' is luck this season, we sell him. And go yeah, fifty-five million, rubbing our hands, great, and then and then. Every front player we've got drops like flies, you know? The, the, and then we think, oh, I've only had Rick It's like... That's just, like that, you're, what you're saying, right, is it's like, say, like mid-sex and you look down and you notice the condom's fallen off and you still put it back in. <laughs> you're, you're saying put it back in. You might as well carry on. <laughs> I'm saying I've noticed it's off. Shit, that's the saviour. I'm, I'm, I'm off the hook here. That's, that's the same. Uh, you're, what saying. you're doing is putting it back in willy-nilly. I girl did let me finger her and then I was like, we might as well have sex because you've had my finger in you. And then she said, no, that's not the same thing. No, so. it, it, that isn't the same thing. But you're... you're, fr- you're, you, you're that's, do you understand what I'm saying there, Rick? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do, but I, I, but I am... Um, <clears throat> I'm leaning more onto what Dave's saying, if I'm honest. Oh, because b- because fifty-five mil. Who, who like? Uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot here, Flav. Mm. Fifty-five mil in your back pocket. Go and go and get us a striker. Who are you gonna go and buy? I don't think we by losing Richarlison, it impacts our league position greatly. So we need someone as a focal point. So 50, we need to, we, fifty-five we, million we need, would be like. That would be in the bank, ready to go, locked and loaded in the summer. 
Ivan Tony if you want to get him. You got fifty five million. You get Ivan. I don't think Brentford could sell, can afford to sell Ivan Tony now because they're in such bad form and not in Jan. But you know what are they? Not well. As everyone thought, maybe they would sell in Jan because you know they were they were. Remember they were banging him in early early on without him and Embuemo. And, yeah. And you you wouldn't get him for fifty five either. No, but you might get him. You might get him for eighty in the summer, and the fifty five million of it from Richardson would go to Ivan Tony. That would so be you'd, ra- you'd, you'd rather have no striker and then 55 mil in the bank just waiting for the summer. I would I would say that a boat only passes the port once. It's, there's no guarantee that bar, boat is coming back. That's the, yeah, that, that that's that's a good saying. Do you want to be left but... on the port with you and just Richarlison sitting there with nothing to do? Would, would we do crab fishing? What would we do in there? He'd be doing the old pigeon. Yeah, exactly. Of himself that he's got on his back. Yeah. You know? okay, Fishing I off great. the port as well. I, I tell you what, if if we were left on that dock and Richarlison's solution to the boredom was crab fishing, I might consider <laughs> keeping him for 55 million. <laughs> I, do, I do like me a bit. From the sea, so he wouldn't even eat it. Like you'd be dying on that 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 dock, like starvation, because the boat's never coming back. Like Ricky, okay. eat this crab. Like, no, don't eat any food from the sea. Yeah. I don't eat any food from the sea. I I think fifty five million. Straight. We're never going to get fifty five million pound from him again. So I think maybe if you have the opportunity to take it, maybe. But I might be in a minority. It's an in- interesting question. I might put it. I might do a little poll. Um. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do I'll it. Do it now. Like to say that. Well, no, not 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 now. Well, I can, and right I can, now. I can reveal it at the end of the. Okay, then. All right, then. Um, all right. Um, what Jack Enoch out? He says, uh, if we win the next two games, are we in a title race? Given we've um, we have nearly everyone available again from that point, so everyone back fit, and we win against United and Brentford. Are we in a title race from that point, Dave? Depends if we keep Richarlison or not, you know. Right. Could... <laughs> right. Well, in this instance, you do keep him, right? Because we've he got all the squad. Last game of the season, and he knocks one in with his head. He does little, little pigeon, and it's won us the league. Yeah, I, I like I'm that. I'm going to come back. And... Well, all yeah. I would say is I was incorrect at that point, and that's fine. It's good to be incorrect every now and then. But are go on. Are we? Are we in a title challenge? Should we win those two games? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? You know, we've got. We need a strong second half of the season. We need we need uh, Pepe Sarr and Son to come back fit and as soon as possible. But I can't see why not. I can't see why not. You know, why the fuck not? We're Tottenham. We'll do what we want. Rick, are we in the title challenge? Um, I think it's dependent on... Like, if, if we're saying we win our next two, but if Liverpool, City, Villa and Arsenal also win the next two, we're in the same position. Good. So if 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 the other teams drop points, and we do win our uh, two, and we we can't, that would make that would we go be going top by then, near the top, um, we would have to be in the mix for it. With the players coming back um, from injuries, suspensions, and everything, the second half of the league and having a real good tilt at it. Um, and being in that position, you would have to say we're we're in it. Like people saying that are, are like questioning whether Villa are in it or not. I said, well, like look at their position. You have to include them. 
Um, of course you do. You have to recruit. I, I, I'm going to go so far as to say that even without knowing the next two results, Spurs are in the title challenge. Spurs will mount a title challenge this year. What, like, like now? Right now, now, that's what we'll, I'm saying. Right now, we will. That's good. Like, we might that's even good, lose... Like we that. can lose to Manchester United and still do it. Gee! That's how confident yeah, I've been. Fucking... I just feel like with the players coming back, and if we can... Our, 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 in, our luck with injuries has been like... I mean, only, there's only a couple other clubs that are, are in a similar situation. But ours have been, like, ridiculous. To lose Velez for two months, not that he was any... You know, he's much good anyway, but to lose... Ben Davies in the last for, with a hamstring going to be out for a couple of months. Blacelso's doubt for, for 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 the United game. It's ridiculous, but eventually our luck will turn. Eventually our luck will turn, and if it does, then we're in a great position. And that's why I anticipate that there will be a title challenge come um, come the end of the season. We might not win it, but how far ahead are we if we do have a title challenge than where we thought we'd be at the beginning of the season when Postecoglou first took over? Insane, Rick. I know. Um, yeah, it's it's hard for me to kind of. I can't. I can never let myself go. I can never let myself. What fully difference does get it make? If it doesn't happen, I don't who know. cares? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Enjoy. In my brain, right now, there's a title challenge on. That's my. That's I've my. Been hurt, I've been hurt so many times. Yeah, but that's my reality. That's my reality right now, Rick. My reality is Spurs are in 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 are, are, are competing for the title, Premier League title. That's my reality right now. It might not be true. It may be that it doesn't come to, to fruition. And if it doesn't, I go, ah, oh, well, it's difficult anyway. Then I'm back to where I am. Yeah. What are you That's saying, Rick? You won't accept it because when you start believing it, do you genuinely believe it or do you have a make-believe? Yeah, yeah I, I'll, get, I'll go too deep and I think we will. And then my, my, then my weeks and days and hours and fucking minutes, seconds are consumed by us winning the title I've put the question out regarding Richarlison by the way good uh, and um, the, the votes are flying in after six seconds there's been 64 votes I'll tell you by the end of the episode remind me Rick because I'll, I'll forget um, whether or not people would accept I, the, the question I pose is if, if a Saudi club came in and bid 55 million pound for Richarlison this window would you accept it that was my question so we'll see okay we'll see uh, there was no stip stipulation of um, we wouldn't buy anyone until the summer with that money, but that's all right. We'll leave it at that. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm asking questions on the fly here. I'm trying to run a podcast. No, I'm trying to... No, no, it's all right. It's all right. No, you just gear it towards what you want to hear. I'm, I'm, I, I don't you, think... Yeah? yeah. Well, pe people can... <laughs> <laughs> people can put their own... People can put their own caveats. They can. There are. Oh yeah. Zoo <laughs> 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 says, "Would you rather get caught wanking ten minutes into a twelve-hour flight and sit stewing in the awkwardness for the rest of the season, or disappoint oh. Ange Postecoglou?" <laughs> can you hear me again, guys? By the yeah. way, I've had yeah, some yeah, technical issues. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Who wanks on a plane? My mate got my mate got caught wanking on a plane actually when right. we were coming back from from Magaluf. And he was having one of those hungover, uh, hungover horns. Yeah. And um, and he went into the bathroom jet flight to kind of sort himself out. I had the headphones in. The stewards were knocking, knocking, knocking. Something had happened to the person in there. They had opened it from the outside, and the steward had caught him mid mid wank on oh, this plane. Nice. God. Nice. Uh, 
and and then obviously it was only a short flight so what a two hour flight but he still had to sit there for another what hour and a half an hour like <laughs> and all the students doing what he had done that is beautiful that is beautiful he's west ham though so oh fuck him fuck him um <laughs> we uh i am um, i don't think like flav you uh you know me but um I do know there you. is there's the in in most situations that i um I, I i can be ready for let's just put it that way but um being up in a plane and having a boner is just i wouldn't be I, i'm just too panicked too panicked i wouldn't be able to focus on yeah what being up in the up the in wanking the side and being horny and being like oh yeah yeah I, no. Fucking twist one off. No, no, me. no, 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 no. Rick, I don't even, I don't know if what you do, right? But when I'm on, when I'm on a plane, I don't like standing up when I'm flying because you can kind no. of see diagonally down out of the windows. So what I do yeah. is I put my head down and crouch a little bit. Not, not, I don't crouch when I'm walking towards the toilet. I don't crouch so it makes it weird like I'm crouch walking, but I crouch enough so I can't quite see out of the windows to get to the toilet. And when I get in the toilet, I don't like pissing when I'm in the plane. <laughs> I don't like pissing. Yeah, Dave, you're, I, um, you're, um, you're breaking up pretty badly. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to mute you, mate. He keeps cutting in. Um, I, um, yeah, I, if I need a wee on, on a plane, I generally just act like a camel, hold it in, hold all the liquid fine. in. And, um, yeah, I won't. I won't go to toilet on a plane. Actually, when I went to um, Rangers away, the friendly, um, yeah. it was uh, it was um, <clears throat> it was it's only a short flight, short short flight up there. But um, it was early in the morning, and I had a latte from Starbucks, and the it fucking went through me. I had to have a turnout three times on the plane. Absolute blind panic. It was awful. <laughs> Full of football fans on this plane as well, and you're the one that's. In the toilet, stinking the gaff out. Oh man, it was just, it was just not one of those good ones, mate. Honestly, that was uh, a bad time. So that is a bad time. Uh, just gonna just as we record, um, uh, the update as is Radu Dragonson, according to Dan Kilpatrick, has made it clear that he wants to move to the Premier League. Made yes, it clear. Uh, another source says that Bayern have overtaken Spurs in the race. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> and um, but yeah, according to Dan Kilpatrick, that's what he's saying. It says uh, yeah. Anyway, that'll do. Um, Dave, uh, let's, let's just try you one more time. We're gonna round up there. Can you? No, still can't hear. You. All right. Well, I hope you have a great day, Dave. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to see more of Dave, then uh, join us on the fifth of February, uh, where we spend an evening with Sandro. It's going to be a wonderful night, and um, uh, the guys over at the Cheese Room podcast have helped us sort it, sort this out. Brendan, who's going to we're going to bring on to the podcast, to talk a bit more about Sandro. He's a good mate of his, so we're doing that over the next couple of weeks. But yeah, if you want tickets to that, uh, hang out with all the boys from the Fighting Cock are going to be there. Boys from the Cheese Room podcast are going to be there. Sandro's going to be there. David Alfie Ward's going to be there. So it's going to be um, it's going to be a wicked night, uh, full of beers and great stories from Sandro's era at Tottenham. Probably get his his thoughts on what's happening right now as well, which would be interesting. All right, then. Until then, we'll see you on, on Thursday. What? 
can, can we uh, have an update on the <gasps> the tweet vote? Can you oh, tell nice me run. to remind you? Good work. All right, the uh, results. Ooh, okay. Um, there's been 883 results, and it's 69% said yes, sell him. 31% said no, don't sell him. Wow, so, interesting. So, so if we add the caveat of, but we we are we. Hang on, let me, uh, I can't edit. No, I can't edit. The caveat that we wouldn't bring in another player. I would say I'd, I, there might be a 10% swing. So it'd be quiet. Would you say? That little bit of information yeah. might. So we'll, we'll, think, yeah. we'll address that to like 42, 43%. Okay. Yeah. Does that, does that make you feel better? No, not until I win. Then that would make me feel better. I just think you're wrong. <laughs> and I think I'm right, as always. Right then. We'll uh, be back on Thursday for the Q&A pod. Till then. Bye. Bye. Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.